More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Today on More to Life, you're making me nervous. Are you feeling stressed, worried, or anxious? We're going to help you find peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, we're helping you find peace on our show titled, You're Making Me Nervous. If you are feeling a little stressed, worried, or anxious heading into the weekend, we want to help you increase your peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 and tell us what are those situations in your life or relationships that are causing you to, I don't know, freak out a little bit around the edges? Around the edges? (laughs) All right. Smack dab in the center. We are here to help at 877-573-7825. Two, five. You know, Greg, just in, in talking, because of course we're just chatting and it's unscripted, you said if you're feeling a little nervous heading into the weekend, that's the thing about anxiety, being nervous, being concerned about something going on in your life. It doesn't know what day of the week it is, does it? I mean, sometimes, sometimes we feel like there's that that lull over the weekend, like we can ignore it because we have a day where we can sleep in or not deal or have some fun with our friends or get away from the concerns of the work week. But it, if that's the only time we get a little break, it comes roaring back on a Sunday night. And sometimes it doesn't go away even over a weekend when we get a break or a vacation over the summer or whenever it is because it matters to you. Whatever's making you nervous, whatever's causing you some anxiety in your life is something that matters at the heart of who you are. And you have to be able to get the skills to deal with that, to have a good life. Well, I mean, look, you know, I don't, maybe it's just me, but, but I, there, there have been times when I've been so upset or anxious about something, you know, and then I go on vacation and it takes me three days to calm down. Oh, right? yeah. Or, or I'm so, so, you know, had such a stressful week that I finally start calming down the Sunday afternoon just to start stressing it's Sunday out. Night. <laughs> you know, that Sunday night that, oh my gosh, Monday's coming and it's going to start all over again. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's really what I meant by that. And yeah. if, if, if you listeners are in a place where you're feeling some of that because of stuff going on in your week or in your life or your relationships, the reality is, Finding peace is not about escaping that stuff. 
And you might be like, well... A lot of people are like, I just for, paid for my vacation. What yeah. are you talking I mean, about, I could certainly, I could certainly do worse than escaping. Well, yeah. no, look, the, the thing is, if, if we just sort of white-knuckle our way through the stress and the worry and the anxiety until I can get a break, quote-unquote, we end up always being anxious because you never really get a break. I mean, you, you can run away from it for a day or whatever, but then you come back to it, and it's right there. And it's sitting on your chest when you wake up the next morning. The key to finding peace is being able to experience that peace in the middle of what you're going through, which sounds crazy on the on the surface of it. But but here's the thing, you know, and we've touched on this before in the show. But Saint Augustine uh, made a distinction between what he called the press of troubles. Which is just stuff that happens to you. It's it's the it's the life stuff that you can't get away from, that you just have to handle. You know the press of troubles. But then there's oppression, and oppression is when we let the press of troubles separate us from God, from the people who love and support us, and from our own best selves. And that is really what causes anxiety. It's not the problems. You know. In fact, think about it this way. If, if you're in a good headspace and you feel connected to God and you feel connected to the people that love you and, and something comes up, I mean, at, at worst, it's going to be irritating. At best, it's kind of a, a fun challenge because, oh, I get, to, I get to test my mettle. You know, I get to try out my skills here. This is, this is something I can do. I, I can see how I can succeed at this, right? And it, it, it actually, I, you know, again, at worst, it's going to be irritating. Ugh, I wish I didn't have to deal with this. Oh, well. At best, it's going to be, hey... Well, I know how to, I know what to do about this. I'm kind of excited about it, right? Either way, the press of troubles doesn't necessarily have to be oppressive if I feel connected to God, to the people who love and support me, and to my best self. But when I let that press of troubles separate me from that sense that God is here with me, from that sense that people love and support me, from that sense that I can be the person I need to be to deal with this, then I become oppressed, and then I feel anxious. And then I feel stuck. And, and so when we talk about the path to peace being finding peace in the middle of what you're going through, not just white-knuckling your way through what you're going through until you can get a break, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how can you stay connected to God, to the people who love and support you, to your best self, even when life is coming at you at 3 million miles an hour, and throwing problems in your face like you couldn't believe. It is possible to do that. It takes some skills, takes some practice, takes some new tools, and that's what we're here to give you today on More to Life. So give us a call. Let's talk it out at 877-573-7825 and tell us what are those situations in your life, your relationships that are causing you to feel a little stressed, worried, or anxious. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. A lot of the tips that we're going to be sharing with you today are drawn from my, I can say it now, award-winning book, <laughs> Unworried. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, it's actually won awards from both the Association of Catholic Publishers and the Catholic Press Association. Both uh, have awarded Unworried uh, in their, their healing categories. Very grateful for that recognition. Thanks, thanks for that. Uh, but, but you should know it's an award-winning book. There you go. There you go. Because, so, so, you know, makes it even more more it's desirable. Makes to it read. makes it forty percent more effective. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, that's what I say. Studies show. I don't know. I, well, I guess <laughs> the point is, when you win something like that, yeah. is that if you look at the cover and you say, gee, that sounds like a book that I might want to read because it might help me, you now know that other people in the Catholic world have read it and said, you know what? This there's, guy has something there's here. Something to this, yeah. There you go. And that might. So don't make take it my word for it. Better, take so. the Catholic Press Association's word for it. Unworried, uh, but we're going to be drawing from uh, that resource uh, that uh, just came out in this past November, actually, and is is uh, doing very, very well. So, well, what, what I found was was really lovely too. Is that you know usually a large percentage of of our listenership are are people of faith. And there's a great deal of people who are just seeking and and listening, and that's great. One of the things that I really enjoyed when you posted on social media that you had won this award the other day was that a very very secular friend of ours who you had given the book to when Mm -hmm. she was going through a great deal congratulated you on social media on it and and said thank you so much the book has helped me so so much and she had really been going through a very difficult time with with anxiety and depression and it it was nice to hear that even outside of you know someone who's really um fervently christian Mm. that she found a lot that really helped her there so if you have people in your life where you're saying i wish i could give this kind of advice to them or this book to them but they don't have the same faith that I do. Apparently, it can still really bless people. So, so yeah, we're going to be taking a lot of our tips that were shared with you today from that book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, uh, which, which really talks mainly about how to stay connected to God, to the people who love and support you, and to others in the face of the challenges we experience, um, because that's really the key to holding on to peace. In, in, in all circumstances. So if you are struggling to do that or wondering how that actually applies in your situation, let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the, the Father, Father, and, and the, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we thank you for being the peace that this world cannot give, for sharing your heart with us and allowing us to experience the love that flows from your heart the love that allows us to experience that sense of calm that sense of peace that sense of order that enables us to face the storms of life with confidence and grace but lord sometimes we lose our focus and sometimes we allow the press of troubles to separate us from you from the people you've placed in our lives to love and support us and even from our own best selves. In those times, help us find our way back so that we can claim the peace that comes from living in your grace. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the, in the name, name of the Father, Father the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on Mortal Life, the show is titled, You're Making Me Nervous. So if you're feeling a little stressed, worried, maybe a little anxious around the edges or like, like dead center (laughs) either way (laughs) we're here for you 877-573-7825 let's talk now with linda who's listening to ewtn radio in missouri on covenant radio hey linda welcome to more to life what's going on thank you um thanks for taking my call um i'm actually literally uh on my way to visit a lady who is very anxious all the time I'm a lay Eucharistic minister, and I'm um, on my way to visit her now. And 
she actually does have valid concerns. She is, she's uh, in a house that she owes more on. She's going to be running out of her funds. She feels like her children don't help her. She um, actually, her mother died within the past year. She took care of her at home, bed-bound, until she passed away. And before that, her husband had a long drawn out illness where he was bed bound and um, she's got macular degeneration she can't see but she's not legally blind so she can't get you know funding for that I mean she's literally she re- she's getting it from all sides she does and yeah. um, I try to explain to her you know trust in Jesus let's pray about this and we do pray about it um, mm-hmm. but is there anything else I can do for her, say for her, say to her to help her, you know, with um, these valid, I mean, serious, these are serious things. You yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're absolutely right. And, and it's, you know, and you raise an excellent point. I think that, that, that when we're dealing with a, a loved one, a friend, or even somebody that we're working with who is experiencing stress and anxiety, you know, very often we feel like it's our job to... Um, to, to make them feel better somehow or to, to fix the problem, you know, to convince them they shouldn't be anxious. And that ends up really kind of backfiring on us, you know. Um, so so the, the thing that I'm going to really suggest to you here is, is in addition to praying with her, um, I, I'd like you to, to ask her to reflect a little bit on times that God has come through for her in the past. Don't try to talk her out of how bad things are, because things are bad, <laughs> you know, and, and you can't dress that up. And, and any attempt to dress that up is just going to come off like you, you know, you're, you're minimizing her concerns, and you don't want to do that, right? And you're not trying to do that. Um, but if if you're able to say, you know, this is really this is awful, and I'm so sorry that you're going through this. First of all, let's pray about this, you know, like you're saying, and then, but also let's take some time here in our prayer to really think about the times that God has shown up for us in the past. You know, when, when, when are other times that you really felt like your back was up against the wall, but God came through for you? Let's take some time to really thank God for that. You know, that's what St. Paul calls a sacrifice of praise. Because, you know, when we're feeling anxious or worried or upset, we don't really feel like praising God. <laughs> that's the last thing we want to do. It really does feel like a sacrifice. Um, but why do we do it? Well, because God needs us to praise him then? Well, well, no, God doesn't need anything from us. He doesn't need our praise. But but we need to praise him. Why? Because that reminds us that not only has God shown up in the past, but there were lots of times when we were pretty sure he wasn't going to, um, and he did anyway. And why should this time be any different? <laughs> you know, Being able to reconnect ourselves with the fact that, that God has been present through all these different trials in the past and praising him for those those past graces and blessings allows us to hold on a little bit more to the hope that maybe he'll come through this time too. And so I would just say, number one, don't try to take away her anxiety. Don't try to don't try to talk her out of her fears and concerns. The things that she's dealing with are very real, as you point out, and, and very serious. But do pray with her about it and bring them to God, and then also lead her to recognize uh, how God has shown up for her in the past by, not, not by lecturing her about it, but by asking her to tell you stories of times that she felt stuck and struggling and that God really brought her through. You know, and I have to say, Greg, you said, you know, it helps you hold on to maybe God will come through this time too. It's not like, well, that worked out. I hope it works out again. When we really tell our stories or write our stories, 
of the times that God has come through for us. It doesn't just do something to us psychologically. It really opens up the floodgates for the Holy Spirit because we begin to see that those things that worked out really did not work out because of anything that was in our capability. It was the intervention of God over and over and over in our lives. And when we begin to acknowledge that, Satan begins to pull back and flee from that situation because suddenly God is is re-present mm-hmm. in, in our situation, in our hearts, in our minds, in actively our lives when we really call that up. In fact, there's a very old prayer in the Passover service that when you sit for for Passover dinner, there's something called the Dianu prayer. And it goes through all of salvation history. You know, it wouldn't, it would have been enough, Lord, if you had let us out of Egypt, but you let us into the promised land. It would have been enough, Lord, if you had let us into the promised land, but you gave us manna in the desert. And on and on and on. This prayer is prayed every year to remind people of how God miraculously was present and had a plan for for their lives, for their salvation history, for all of this time. It's a very edifying prayer where you have this aha experience. Oh, wow, God really has been working all this time while we were grumbling in the desert or all this time where we were worried about whatever or all this time we were being oppressed in slavery. When we do that with our own lives, where we go through, it would have been enough if you had done this for me, Lord, but you also did that for me, Lord. You showed up here. It It's a revelation, and it really does push back the darkness and invite God in. And so that's a very powerful thing to be able to start leading her through. And even as, as you talked, Linda, about the things she's gone through, I think all of us as listeners could also hear the things that she made it through and the things where there were moments of grace in that so helping her to articulate that is really going to be beneficial but just remember do all this but remember that it's not your job to, to take away her anxiety which i know to, is or to, so or to hard fix it for her yeah. it's just your job to be with her in it to bring her to god through it and to remind her, help her, not not remind her, but help her discover how God has been there for her in the past and is there for her every day now, too. Um, the, more, the more you try to take away the anxiety, the more you actually end up rewarding it because she just thinks you don't get it. All right, Linda, those will give you some tips. And uh, as I said, if you want more ideas for how to, to help the people that you care about overcome their anxiety or deal more effectively with your own, Check out Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. It's available at catholiccounselors.com. We've got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about those situations in your life or relationships that are causing you to feel kind of frazzled, stressed, worried, anxious. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. In addition to taking your calls, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Rachel Watkins. She's the developer of the Little Flowers Girls Club, mom of 11. You think... She might have a lot to be anxious about. She's going to talk to you about how she holds on to peace in her life. And how the Sacred Heart can be part of giving you peace in yours. So let's talk it out when we come back from break. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. And we need to pray for all our world leaders and all those who are in such danger. See, in a day and age where people are getting further away from God, 
you get further away from goodness. Only God is good. Do you remember what our Lord said one day? Why do you call me good, he said. Only God is good. Only God. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Curo is the Catholic healthcare option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest healthcare sharing ministries, CMF Curo offers a pro life, Catholic approach to your overall health and well being. Find out today if CMF Curo is right for you. Call 833 Get Curo. That's 833 G E T C U R O. Or visit mycatholichealthcare.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and we are talking with you today about stress, worry, and anxiety on our show titled, You're Making Me Nervous! If there is something going on in your life or relationships that is on your mind, keeping you up at night, causing you to feel a little frazzled, maybe either just around the edges or smack dab in the middle of your heart, we are here to help you increase your peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825, and we'll talk it through. Joining us right now, Rachel Watkins. She is the developer of the Little Flowers Girls Club, Mom of Eleven. She's here to talk to us about how to find peace even in the middle of a busy, crazy life. <laughs> Rachel, thank you for joining us today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. It's great to have you here. I think you very, very rightly mentioned before we came back from our break that it's not about, you know, are you worried? It's about, especially when you're a parent, what is it today that you're worried about? Exactly. <laughs> Tell us how well, you deal you have- with having to worry about 11 kids and a husband all the time. And that's what it is. It's almost like every morning we wake up going, oh, Lord, what are my worries today? <laughs> and that's the exact opposite of what God wants us to do, that we give in to that. We believe that these worries and these stressors and these anxieties define our lives instead of recognizing that we are defined only by the love that God has for us. And Sitting in the Sacred Heart of Christ is the best place to be when you have your list of worries. And that's the first piece of advice I have. Make a list of your worries, being very specific. Because when I do that, and I have that, I have my husband, I have each one of my 11 children in my prayer journal, and next to them I write down what I'm worried about. You know, a job, finding a job, a relationship, 
my daughter, one of my daughters is moving out tomorrow to a different town and she attends college. I've got all sorts of worries with that. I listed all of those and gave them back to God for two reasons. One, it helps me to see what can I be a part of, what is this that is my to-do list. Right, what's he really asking you to functionally do in that situation? Exactly. Helping her pack, making arrangements for the, tr- the trailer that we're using, all of that stuff really helps alleviate the worries. But the other thing is that in this list I have of worries, I have answered prayers to look back on. I can look at that my daughter did get that great job, that Matthew did get a promotion. That kind of thing then alleviates your worries on a day-to-day basis because you can see all the ways that God has provided and has shown his deep love for you. Very much like what we were just talking to Linda about in our, our first call of the day, where we, if we really list how he has shown up for us, it really allows the Holy Spirit to come in and say, I can get you through this too. Yes. We've done it before. We've been here before. We know what to do with this. The other thing I want to talk about with our worries is to realize that there are those that only God can take care of, but that he wants to take care of them that within his sacred heart is his great love for us, that when we keep too hold of them, or tightly, I meant to say, when we hold on too tight to those and don't give them back to God, then we're not letting him be the king of the world that he is. And so for myself, I have a few mantras. I don't like, you know, remembrances to say to God going, all is well with my soul, Lord, all is well. That reminds me to breathe and to remember that God is the one who is ultimately in charge, not me, and that his plan is always more better than mine. But yeah, that, that, that reminding myself. yourself in that daily way or that moment-by-moment way with that phrase. So for me, it's Jesus, I trust in you, right? So it's always exactly. that bringing yourself back into the grace of Christ. Rachel, thank you so much for being with us. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. You have such great insights. I hope you and your family have a terrific weekend and a very peaceful weekend. God bless Amen. you guys. Amen. God bless, guys. Take care. And if folks would like to learn more about the Little Flowers Girls Club, you can go to beholdpublications.com. That's beholdpublications.com. You know, one of the things that I like about what you both were just talking about um, with the idea of, of having that, that, that mantra, if you will, of either Jesus I trust in you, or as Rachel was saying, as well with my soul. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's not about just having that slogan, right? It's about really connecting specific experiences with those words so like we were talking about that sacrifice of praise that reminds us of those times in the past when god has shown up and then connecting it with that little phrase that reminds us that god is present even in this moment we're going to talk more about additional tips to help you increase your peace when more to life continues after the break stick around father benedict groeschel i usually i'm operating on the gifts of the holy spirit when i don't feel well even when I'm annoyed, when I'm down and out. During my recovery from the automobile accident, immense numbers of people wrote to me and sent me emails, 50,000. And they told me how helpful they thought my talks on EWTN were to them. I'm delighted, but I want you to know I'm nobody's fool. The talks that were helpful the sentences that were helpful, the phrases that were helpful, 
came from the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And the styrofoam packaging came from me. I did that. And styrofoam doesn't amount to very much. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. We live right now in dark and confusing times, but Jesus is always at work. We shouldn't allow ourselves to forget what we know just because we're facing many circumstances that are threatening and confusing to us. You know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know that he's poured out his Holy Spirit and formed his body on the earth, and that he is the head of the body in heaven, and his body is right here on earth. You can point to it. Jesus didn't just leave us a set of teachings. Jesus, in fact, gave us himself. The church is ultimately the deifying union between Christ the head and the sanctified members of his body. And so just as the Lord unfurls himself into the Eucharist, Jesus is also extending his divinely human presence into his mystical body, the church. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, And I'm Lisa Popcheck, And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Hi, this is Lisa Popcheck. Today's culture doesn't seem to understand the importance of fathers. And the exponential increase in children born to single mothers illustrates that. But fathers are essential to raising happy, healthy children. Here are three things that show us how important dads are. One, involved fathering is related to slower rates of problem behaviors in children, reduced teen violence, delinquency, and other problems with the law. Two, studies show that people who remember having loving, supportive fathers have high life satisfaction and self-esteem. Finally, the most important reason fathers are essential is that when it comes to passing on our faith and values to our kids, fathers are the leaders. When mom and dad are regular churchgoers, 33% of their children will be regular churchgoers and 41% will at least attend at some time. But if dad doesn't go to church, only 3% of children will become regulars themselves. For more information on having great fathering in your family and a great Catholic family life, visit us at moretoliferadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And we are talking about stress, worry, and anxiety on today's show titled, You're Making Me Nervous. We're drawing a lot of our tips from my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. Or should I say, my award-winning book. Oh, my word. From the Catholic <laughs> Press Association. No, it really oh, is no. lovely. It really is lovely. And it's definitely <laughs> worth mentioning in gratitude. Well, thank you for that. But we are taking your calls about helping you increase your peace at 877-573-7825. What is causing you to feel stressed, worried, or anxious in your life or relationships? And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be those little things throughout the day that are just building up. The concerns you have about your raising your kids or if you're a good parent or how are you going to handle your parents. Or, or it can be those things that are really 
looming and feeling very large for you. Well, to those handle. little things I, I call that being pecked to death by chickens. You know, yeah, it's 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 sort of a ridiculous Every way. Every time to, I tell somebody that phrase, they go, "Oh yeah, that makes." Sense. Yeah, I mean, it's a ridiculous way to go, but it still hurts like heck. You know, <laughs> I mean, you like you feel you feel stupid for being all upset well, you know, and worked to so death about funny. this thing, but I'm being pecked to death by I chickens. I just saw I <laughs> I just saw a like brief video meme thing on on some form of social media of this little girl who was running away from hundreds and hundreds of ducks. <laughs> and then it was something like, feed the ducks, they said. It'll be fun, they said. And she's just, you know, they're rampaging toward her. One duck, not so bad. Hundreds of them chasing you. A whole herd of ducks. That's a big thing. Which is not what they're called. And, and, and flo- is it a flock? Anyway, what, <laughs> what kind of group of ducks? Anyway, it's it's one of those things where, you know, oh, I can yeah, we handle know it's a bits and bits. Our, our producer's like, flock, it's Thank you. Of ducks, yeah. Thank you, producer. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, we know. We it's have a flock our back. Of ducks. But it's it's this idea of you know I can handle one or two things, but when all the things at one time, it it feels like. And you know maybe if you turned around and just you know shoot the ducks away and be fine, but you you can't really even stop long enough to say what can I do to get rid of the ducks. So what we're so, saying here is if you're afraid of ducks, give us a call. No, we're or anything that. else. Eight seven seven five seven three. Seven eight two five. Duck anxiety, a big issue. We're dealing with it today on more. You'd be surprised. Anyway, let's let's talk to some people here because we're saying dumb things. <laughs> let, let other we people won't do the say dumb things now to Phyllis, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Maryland. Uh, hi, Phyllis. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out here? Today? Thank you, Doctor Popcheck. I want to congratulate you on your book, oh, and I am very sweet. sweet. Thank I you so much. It. But this is a, an ideal program for me to call because I've never, ever called anyone before on the radio. Oh. But anyway, um, my problem is insomnia, and it's kind of a vicious cycle because, uh, you know, a scenario might be that I, you know, I go to bed at the normal time, and then I wake up at, say, 4 a.m. or it could okay. be 3 a.m. But immediately then I know, oh, it's not time to get up, and then the anxiety kicks in. And then, of course, I can't get back to sleep because I'm, you know, anxious. So, so anxious uh, about what know, exactly? What, what's going through your head when you wake up at, at 3 or 4 in the morning? Pretty much, oh, I can't get back to sleep. It's like I have a one, one topic brain. But, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I, and I certainly pray about it. I trust mm-hmm. in God. I've been doing the novena of trust. And um, Phyllis, can I ask? I, yes. Because if I've ever gone through this, or I have friends who really suffer from this, it's not just, oh, I can't get back to sleep. Because for some people, honestly, both my mother and my husband were, were are like and were like this. They couldn't get back to sleep, so they just became incredibly productive. My husband needs very little sleep. For you, it's more... And now I'm going to feel worse in the morning and have less ability to handle life because I have so little sleep and I can't get my mind to rest. So it's all those thoughts around that, right? it's not good for my brain, and yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, So a couple of thoughts about this. And, 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 you know, it's no fun. Uh, and uh, to to not feel rested, and you know certainly you know there there can be health consequences to uh, you know long term uh, deprivation, sleep deprivation. Um, 
the the key to this though and and, and there are there can be physical reasons by the way that that, that uh, you might be experiencing insomnia so it'd be important to talk with your doctor about it just to make sure that, that you're covering your medical bases but having said that um as you'll find in in my book unworried um that you said you're reading now uh the cognitive behavior therapy has actually been shown to be one of the most effective treatments for ins- for insomnia um and there are a couple of things that i can give you now and then I'll point you back to the book for some other ideas because I do touch on this in, in Unworried as well. Um, so first of all, there's some research that really does show that taking some time before you go to bed to make a plan for the next day really does help people sleep better and fight anxiety. Because even if you don't follow through with that plan, a lot of times what happens is when you wake up, maybe you wake up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night or you just wake up for whatever, and then you start thinking, oh my gosh, uh, there's that thing that's coming up to, to, in the morning. I got to remember to do that. Uh, how do I remember to do that? Oh, and then and then and then you think, oh gosh, there's this other thing that I have to. And it just sort of piles on top of each other. And then, oh my gosh, if I don't go back to sleep, then I'm not going to have the energy to deal with all those things. And, oh goodness, you know. And, and we just it just sort of sort of snowball. But if you take time before you turn in to actually sit down with a notebook, and it's really important to write this stuff out. You, you wouldn't you would be surprised at how important writing things out really is. Can I just throw this? Yeah, in? please. It even surprises us how yeah, important yeah. it is to write this out. So about two or three months ago, um, both my our oldest son and I were going through completely different things. And within a week of each other did this. We, were, we journaled stuff out and for our own individual stuff. And it was amazing the experience we had, including things in our dreams that suddenly started to click and make sense and, and work themselves out. And when he and I just got together and we were discussing it, it was like, darn, that writing things out stuff that Dad tells everybody to do really does work. Well, it, it, what it does is it, it, it activates a different part of your brain. When right. you're just thinking about things, you're ruminating. All right, your, your brain thinks, okay, this information is already in my head, so it must be true. But when you write it out, you're, you're, you're activating the critical thinking part of your brain. So first of all, you're having to, you know, put all those thoughts into order with you know grammar and punctuation have make make sense and then you read it back to yourself and those thoughts have to those words have to run through the filter in your brain that says is that really true and you're and with that with that distance you're able to say you know that's kind of messed up now that i look at it again all right so so sitting down before you go to bed and writing out that plan and saying all right tomorrow here's the things i have to do here's when i'm probably going to get it done Uh, here's the order that really makes a big difference uh, in dealing with insomnia another thing uh, that is really important is to not catastrophize let me let me give you an example all right let's let's take it off of sleep for a second let's say it was dinner time and you weren't hungry how stressed out would you be about that probably not very stressed right you'd say oh well i'm not very hungry i can eat or i could not eat big deal i'll 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 just i'll just i'll nosh on something later if i if i want to the same thing is true about sleep all right. It's not, as I said, it's not fun to not feel rested, and and it and and, it, and long term it can cause problems. But the reality is, your body will get the sleep that it needs. It, it will. It may not get it exactly when you want it, but it will get it. And you just have to trust your body to do that. Just like you trust your body, if if you're not hungry at dinner time, that you'll still get enough food in the course of your day to have the energy you need. Um, the reality is. The way we sleep doesn't necessarily come naturally. Um, there, there's there's some evidence that suggests that, that 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 sleeping in two shifts is actually more normal for the human person than one long eight-hour shift. You know, so it's okay. You know, as long as you get sleep 
you know, all together. You know, like let's say you sleep four hours at night and then you you know get up and then you sleep for two hours later. That's fine. You know, it's it's the the point is to to stop catastrophizing about it because the more stressed you get about it, as you pointed out, the harder it, it is you up to get and to then sleep. You can't sleep right? But if you're if you're willing to kind of break it up like that and say, all right, you know what, I'm gonna I, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, then I try to just sort of stay in my sleeping position and stay still and stay quiet. Maybe say a rosary. And at the end of that, uh, all right, well, I'm still awake. All right, get up. All right? And then make a plan of getting in like an hour, two-hour nap later in the day. You, you, as long as you get the sleep that you need throughout the course of the day, physically, you'll be fine. And then with time, as you um, as you stop catastrophizing about it and, and normalize that experience, then you're going to be more likely to have that eight-hour stretch of sleep that you need. Because y- y- when you wake up, you won't have that panic reaction, and you'll be able to get yourself back down quicker. But but that's really the key to it, is is to really have the plan before you turn in, and then think in a more healthy way about the fact that you've woken up and not catastrophizing that. Because there's, there's nothing that says that you have to get that full eight hours in one fell swoop. You have to get it throughout at some point. But, you know, if you, if you can't do that, that's why most of the world takes naps in the middle naps of the day. In the afternoon. You know, <laughs> you know I, I have to add to that, that if you're having a hard time making that plan, because often if we've gotten into this cycle of anxiety, insomnia, anxiety, insomnia, it's very hard to pull back into our, our real working brain and be able to come up with that plan that allows us to then set it aside and rest. That's when we really do want to get a good cognitive behavioral therapist to talk to even a couple of times to get fresh eyes and new insights on how to pull back and be able to do that and reconnect yeah. with ourselves that can problem solve, at least in, in baby steps. Yeah, the little tips I'm giving you on the air, you know, they're, they're things to try, but that's not, the, that's not the sum total of everything uh, cognitive behavior therapy can do for you. So start with these little ideas. And then, you know, if you find that over the next couple of weeks you're still really struggling with this, Either reach out to a good uh, CBT therapist in your area or contact us through the Pastoral Solutions Institute at catholiccounselors.com. Thanks so much for the call, Phyllis. I hope that you do get a more restful night. And if there's more that we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us again here on the show. 877-573-7825 is the number to call with your questions about the things that are stressing you out, causing you to worry, or make you feel anxious in your life or relationships. Let's let us help you find ways to increase your peace at 877-573-7825. We're going to break when we come back. More with your calls and tips for overcoming the things that are oppressing you and making you feel stressed, worried, and anxious. Stick around. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. 
Does your brain appreciate stained glass for more than its beauty? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Early Christians couldn't read or write for the most part. Stained glass windows placed in newer church buildings became Bible teachers. These beautiful works of art inspired and highlighted various Bible stories. According to a study from the University of Waterloo, it isn't just our ancient relatives who enjoyed the symbolism of Christian art. Our brains prefer symbols to words. I know, I'm a visual thinker. Let's face it, we can learn from symbols and we can remember more about what we have seen according to the research. Solid visuals can also help us understand abstract concepts. Maybe you relate to visual thinking too. Catholics often practice visio divina, praying with or focused on art. Think of how an illustrated children's Bible makes the job of explaining Holy Scripture and God's plan for us so much easier. For more on this, look for the Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into a suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I am Dr. Greg Popchak, and we're talking with you about anxiety on More to Life. It's sharing tips for increasing your peace from my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. Let's talk it out and find ways to increase your peace in all those areas where you're experiencing stress, worry, and anxiety in your life or relationships. The number to call, 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Stephen, who's dealing with some very present anxieties and stressors in Georgia. Hey, Stephen, welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Hi. Um, first of all, thanks for taking my call. Uh, sure. Forgive me if I'm a little nervous. I've never actually called into a radio station for anything before. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely um, fine. You're at home here. What can we do for you? <laughs> well, I've got quite a few stressors. Uh, they're all kind of surrounded around taking care of my family. I, um, mm. I'm 31. I'm a paramedic. I've been married for about 10 years, uh, my wife. And I've got uh, two, two daughters, um, ages 9 and 7. And uh, both of my kids acquired a um, genetically inherited disease. It's a, it's a form of mm-hmm. mitochondrial disease, and mm-hmm. I won't bore you with the details of what all that entails, but it affects multiple systems of the body. There's no cure yeah. for it. And um, Anyway, so they, because it affects many systems of the body, there's a lot of different specialists that you have to see. There's a lot of work that goes into um, maintaining their health as best as we can and uh, a lot of medications they they both have ports and they get like IV medicine infusions for 6 to 12 hours per day every day yeah. so my house is overflowing with medical supplies and, um, anyway so we don't have any specialists in our hometown of Savannah um, because it's a rare disease and there's no specialists here that are knowledgeable about it so uh, we were traveling to Jacksonville, Florida a little over 2.5 hours from home and uh we were just kind of going back and forth there a couple of times a month, but it's gotten to the point now where 
they've got to be there full time. Uh, they they both have kind of appointments or therapies of one kind or another five days a week. So we've been living at the Ronald McDonald house down there for right at about a year now. Uh, they haven't wow. lived at home or even come home maybe more than once or twice in that whole entire past year because of that. On top of that, my wife recently got diagnosed with lupus and it's not being controlled well. So she's in a lot of pain and has a lot of, uh, a lot of complications related to that. Um, so she's got her plate full. She stayed with them full time one away at work. I work an hour away from there. My house is another hour and a half past. So I'm kind of split between three different cities. And now there our doctors are telling us we have to go to Boston frequently to the children's hospital up there for a couple of the specialties, uh, that, uh, therapies that they can offer. And we're going to have to go there at least once a month, every month for the next six months due to a medicine shortage in Florida. We can't get it here. So we got to go there now. And, wow. uh, Anyway, so on top of just worrying about the kids themselves and my wife, <laughs> there's like financial matters attached with all that. Is that all the medicines themselves that they take cost thousands of dollars, and yeah. I only make about forty a year. <laughs> I'm the only one working, so you know, I, I can't really take afford to take take up like overtime or second jobs no, right now. Sure. Because, uh, my hands are so full trying to assist my wife. She can't drive because she's got some vision problems from the from the lupus. medicine that she was on for yeah. lupus. So she doesn't drive. So if they got to get somewhere when I'm off work, I got to go down there and take them to a clinic or a hospital or, or whatever. And then there's trips to Boston. And so I'm, so I'm very far behind on a lot of my bills. <laughs> I can understand that. And I'm so sorry that you're going through all this. This is, I mean, it's, it's truly, there's no way to dress this up. It's, it's this horrible. Really on every horrible. Level. And, and I think most people's worst nightmare. And I'm, I'm really sorry that you're experiencing all this. Let me just ask you a quick question here. How, do you do you ever experience any peace in the middle of all of this at all? Um, sometimes, uh, kind of kind of fleeting moments here and there, but but not. Can you not tell often, me? Can you tell me about lately. that? Like when 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 you do experience a little bit of peace, when when is that? Uh, well, yeah, trying to think. Well, like I'll, I'll take like last year for example. Last year was mm-hmm. a particularly bad year for us medically speaking. Um, we had. Uh, there, there was there was an issue that came up with my daughter's chest. Uh, where, where her report is, she had an allergic reaction to the dressing that goes on top of it, right? So the like, like glue or something that was in it. So when we took the dressing off, there was like basically a crater of necrotized, just dead mm-hmm. tissue there. And it took a long time for her to heal. They had to put her in the hospital for like six and a half weeks straight of inpatient. I mean, didn't really know when she was going to get out. They had to cut a lot of uh, a dead tissue out. They had to remove the pore and do another surgery, put another one in. And, um, earlier in that same year, my other daughter got put on a feeding tube for a prolonged period of time, and she had a lengthy hospital stay as well because she wasn't doing well. As soon as I get one kid well, the other one starts to decline. That <laughs> always seems to happen. But um, through the middle of all of that, um, uh, I work for a fire department in Brunswick, Georgia, which is about an hour north of where they get treatment from. And uh, they, uh, I didn't even know they were doing this. I had just asked to see if somebody wanted to trade some shifts with me so that I could spend some more time with them. And uh, people volunteered to work my shifts for free. And then they also um, came up within one week, they did a, a raffle. They uh, they bought like a hunting rifle to auction off. They sold 400 tickets for 20 bucks a piece and gave me $8,000 cash to help. <laughs> and they did it in one week. And we had no idea how we were going to, because we were going to have to go to Boston uh, at that time too. We had a lot of bills to pay with medicines and things. And we had really were just praying and praying. I had no idea how this was going to happen. And 
Okay. You know, eight thousand dollars later, I'm no, that's, really overwhelmed by that. So, that's, and, and when um, when you feel like the people are showing up for you or God's showing up for you, that that's when you get those little moments of peace. And and look, I, I want to say this up front: there's nothing I can say that's going to make this that's going to make this better. Right? I wish I can't we could. Fix this I wish I could wave a magic wand and make everybody healthy and all the financial stuff go away. I wish I could. But but what I can do is is remind you of what I was saying earlier in the program that. In the middle of stressful things, even horribly stressful things, the more we're able to do things that help us feel connected in a heart-to-heart way with God, with the people who love and support us, and what we would consider to be our best selves, the person that God is wanting us to be, the, the more we're able to manage the anxiety and the stress that we're under. So there are lots of different things that I can suggest to you to do that, I can't get them all out of the time that I've got, so I'm going to make an offer at the end of the call here. Um, But first, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to take some time to think a little bit about how God has shown up for you through this whole journey. Uh, Because as you said, there have been, I'm sure that that that's a dramatic example that you gave me, but I'm sure that if you took some time to really think about it, that you could see little ways that God was saying, I'm present here, and I love you, Stephen, and I'm going to carry you through this. In ways that you know are very unique to you, that might not mean anything else to anybody else, or might be so small that, that you sort of miss them because there's so much going on. But I want you to take some time and I want you to write those things down. And I'd like you to continue that every day in a prayer journal, to write down how did God show up for me today, when I was worried about this or stressing about that. What small ways did God show up for me today, and just give Him a little bit of praise for that. Ask yourself, how can I make a heart-to-heart connection with the people that I love? How can I make that heart-to-heart connection with my wife or with my kids? Because even in the middle of that stress, if at the end of the day you can go to bed and say, you know, it, we had that moment. It was really a, This was a really beautiful moment. That means a lot, and it makes a big difference. Ask yourself finally, you know, what, what do I need to do to try to be more of my best self, to not just wake up in the morning and power myself through the day, but, but to try to remember to handle this situation a little bit better, to be a little more present in this situation, and to be mindful about those specific things that you'd like to try to do to use the stuff that life is throwing at you as an opportunity to grow into more of that godly, grace-filled person that he wants you to be through all of this. That's not going to be easy to do, so I'm going to leave you with two things. One, I want to offer up a prayer, because we've got two minutes here. I want to pray with you. But I also want to give you an offer. I'd, I'd like, you know, you've got, you're running around all over the place. I really think you need to be talking with somebody, a good professional, but you don't have the, 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 the time or the money to do it. I'd really like to offer to, to see you for free through the Pastoral Solutions Institute. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to get in touch with me. Uh, our producer will give you my contact information. Just email me, and we'll set up some time to, re- to, to talk together on a regular basis. I, w- I want to walk with you through this, okay? So let's let's pray together here before they, they, they play us out. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the, Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, we just give you Stephen and his wife and his children, such a good and godly man with a beautiful heart, and he's just been attacked on so many different levels, and his loved ones have been attacked on so many different levels. We just bring that pain to you, Lord, and we bring this situation to you, and we ask you to make yourself present and known to him in a powerful way, to let him see all the ways that you are reaching out to him, all the ways that you love him, all the ways that you are caring for him and his family. We ask you to pour out your love and grace and support in in both spiritual and practical ways, and we ask you that you would fill his heart with your love and grace so that he can know that he has the strength through you to get through this. 
We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Stephen, as I said, please hang on the line. Our producer will give you my contact information. I'd really like, if you're open to it, to, to work with you on a one-on-one basis uh, for free. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. God bless you, Dave, Stephen. Thanks so much for the call. All right, folks, that's all the time we've got for today's program. Thank you for being with us. And if there's more that we can do to support you in helping you overcome the stress, worry, and anxiety that you're experiencing in your life, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com to learn more about the resources we discussed on today's program, including the Pastoral Solutions Institute's telephone counseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life. Learn more at catholiccounselors.com, then get out there and celebrate the life that God made for you. Have a blessed weekend. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.